This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. We is recording. Okay, guys, I'm really tired. I'm really hungry. Hey, guys, it's, uh, it's the election day today. I can't say this on the radio, but on the podcast I can say... Happy election day. Who's voting? Who's not voting? Who did you vote for? Who aren't you going to vote for? Why didn't you vote? Why did you vote? They're all the same, but you don't have a say unless you vote. But why would you bother? But why wouldn't you? Exactly! You see, guys, you see? Couldn't say any of that in the last three hours, and it was literally bursting out of it. I got my polling card. Are you going to vote today, Kels? Yeah, well, I've lost mine, but... I'm... You don't need it. You just go up, You just go to your local polling station. You don't need the polling card. All right, then. I only found out yesterday when I glimpsed at my polling card and it said, you don't need this. What's it for, then? Exactly. I mean, polls coming over here with their cards. (laughs) Oh, hi. And we're we're into the script. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. Is it it sexually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Oh, hi. (laughs) I didn't see you there. You caught me off guard. I was just doing my hair for you and there you are, sitting there. Staring at me. I'll put some clothes on if you prefer. No? Great. I know it's cold. Need to get that aircon sorted out. No, 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 don't worry, it's fine. Do it myself. Here's the sort of stuff we get away with on a bank holiday Monday. Listen, I've had a eureka moment. Uh, oh, gosh, well, I think you can get, um, do you need to be catheterized? Okay. A bit of yogurt, I think. Okay, you can, you can definitely get a cream for that, <laughs> Katia. Honestly, and I know it's embarrassing. Listen, when I go in and buy my Anusol, that's how it's pronounced, I say it loud and proud. No longer will you catch me loitering by the pharmacy department of Boots, waiting for it to be clear and for it to be a young person. I go in and say loud and proud, my name is Ian Lee. I have a sore bum. I want some Anusol to apply on it. Well, anyway. So don't be embarrassed, Katia. It's just bodies. It's just bodies, they've seen it and hurt... Well, they've not seen it. I don't show it to them it's anymore. It's just skin, Katya. It's just skin. It's just bulbous, <laughs> um, horrible, dirty, shameful skin. That's I, all it is. I think a lot more people than you'd realise have had a eureka moment and sat on it. And what? And boy, oh boy, you don't want to sit on it unless you've got a rubber ring. So, Katya, my suggestion is to no. you, and please take this on board with yes. the way it's... The, with the, the spirit of um, um. Uh, love and generosity that it's meant with... I think Boots will be open on a bank holiday, Catherine. They will. And the good thing is that that Some that of the cream, independent chemists uh, may be shocked. That cream's also great for your under-eye bags. So what you do, Katia, yeah. you get yourself into your, no. your local high street oh, no. or your shopping mall. Cool. You go to Boots. I suspect that some of the smaller independent chemists will be open. What's the other one with, that's got their own radio station? Oh, the chemi- yeah. He- uh, uh, Heatherwoods, Harwoods. Not Superdrug, no. Yes, They've probably they got have. their own as well, yeah. Um, what's it called? Ha, ha, uh, Kelly, what's the name of the chemists? Why? Hetherington's, Don't... Harwood's, ha, 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 the chemist. One my... second, Katia. We will do in a minute, my darling. I do promise. We okay. just want to give this advice. You are not going the to indep- again. You're correct. The independent <laughs> chemist, they've got their own radio station, for yeah, crying out loud. Google it. Google it. Uh, Someone yeah. let me know. 08459 know. 455 555. <laughs> Katia, you get, you get in there. Yeah. It's kind of, no. It begins with an H. Something it's with an H. Just bear with us, Katia, Please, my darling, this is very important. God, it's not just about you so now. Slow. Hang on. It's not just about you. It, it's, it's to do with a lot of other people I listening. Feel... Sorry? No. No. It, it may not begin with an H. It could begin no, with a C. No, I don't C. think it does. It begins with an L. An uh, L. L um, independent Ladbrokes, Liddles. What is it? Oh, it's going to do my head in. The chemist chain... Anyway, in many ways, Katia, it's irrelevant. Try and find a chemist today. Get down there. You ask for a little bit of Anusol or Caniston, and they'll sort you out, Katia. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling, Katia. Is it it HBS Pharmacy? No, it's not. Well, Katia, keep listening, and we'll let you know. Thank you for calling, Katia. Don't be embarrassed. Oh, Katia, she's gone. How rude. 
Great call, though. Great, great, call. great call, Katia. Thank you. That did lead to complaints, so we got her back on the air to make her point. Good morning, Katia. Right. I would so like sorry. to... Uh, we would like... Well, Catherine, you apologise first. We had a few well, complaints there no, about it was, that. It, it, it was all done in fun, and we would never, ever mean to put fun got, at a listener. Who's... I got so much abuse on Twitter mm-hmm. at the weekend because of Katia, right? Because we were having a little bit of a private joke. Oh, right? I saw this. What was that all about? Well, she misspelt something, and um, right. I had... Have I got the cover for that? I know. She I know misspelt... what you're doing. I no, know no, what no, you're no, doing. honestly, honestly. I'm gonna, no, we're going to finish this call properly. She misspelt something, and I corrected it. And this guy said, oh, that's the lowest form of wit. Stop picking on her. So he's jumping in someone else's conversation. No, no, and then I read his timeline. He picked... Um, he picked on somebody else for their spelling. Oh, glass houses. Glass houses. Hang on, I found this brilliant. Tijuana. Tijuana Beatles. Katia, yeah. have listened to this. This is yesterday. Tijuana yeah. styling. Tempo a bit. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Anyway. Here we go. Listen to this Tijuana style. Here we go. So I don't know what this song is. If there's anything that you, anything that you want, fish and chips. If there's anything that you need, pass the salt. Just call on me and I'll send it along with love from me to you. If there's anything that you want, if there's anything I can do, just give us a call and I'll send it along with love from me to you. Katya, I've got arms that long to hold you and keep you satisfied. Where's the Katya, I've got lips that long to kiss you and keep you by my side. If there's anything that you, oh, there's anything that you want, Katya. If there's anything I can do, I just call on me and we'll send it along with love from me to you. With love from that you want, it's so true. If there's anything that you want today, I'll give it right back to you. If there's anything that you want, if there's anything I can do, just call on me. I'm going to send it along with love from me to you. If there's anything that you want, if there's any more words, just send them to me and I will read them out with love from me to you. With love from Hang on a second, hang on a second. Get, get a bit more. Hello? Hello? Yes, that's it. I know where you sleep. There we go, hang on. I know. Hang on. I know. What did she just say? Hang on. I know, I know. <laughs> Ready? Cows? <Yeah>. Last <laughs> night I said these words to my girl. I know you never even tried. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, please, 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 like I please you. If there's anything, me to show the way, love. Why do I always have to say love? Come on, come on, come on. Come on, please please me, oh yeah, like I please you, oh yeah. I don't want to start complaining, but there's always rain in my heart. I do all the pleasing with you, it's so hard to reason with you, oh yeah, why do you make me blue? Anyway. Right side. (laughs) Right side of the bed. This is where you sleep. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. She loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're the love line. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I know you love your love. Well, I saw her yesterday. Well, it's you she's thinking of. And she told me what to say. She says she loves you. And you know that can't be bad. She said she loves you. And you know you should be glad. She loves you. Anyway, Katya. 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 Well, she's hung up. How rude. How rude. That was Katya there making an excellent point, as always. I got into um, internet beef because I made a joke about Katya not being able to spell on Twitter. You say that in this. Oh, you've heard that. You know the story. Here's me making an excellent point, as always. Right, you know they say God loves a trier. I think sometimes you should stop trying. <clears throat> Marry me, please. 3,600. Oh, this fella. This is pathetic. You need to take a hint. This is pathetic. A romantic, or some would say desperate, age 95, has asked his fiance, she's not his fiance, to marry him almost every day for the last 10 years. Great granddad Malcolm Finlayson's been turned down over 3,600 times by widow Jeanette Wilson, 77. How old is he? He's uh, 95. Oh, that's disgusting. He's like 23 years older than her. Disgusting. That's why she's got doubts, I think. Imagine if a 23-year-old asked a baby to marry it. You think that's normal? Well, that's exactly the same thing. It's similar. It's exactly the same thing. It's out of order. Imagine if a 23-year-old went up to this baby now and said, would you, would you do me the great honour of... Get out of here! That is weird. You're weird. They met swimming. And she accepted a ring <laughs> soon after. So he'd seen the goods. He'd seen her in a, his ring the soon swimming. after. <laughs> but has since got cold feet. She well, says, get out of that little bit that cleans the feet and get straight in the pool. <laughs> she says, I love him, but perhaps I'm too old to wed again. Malcolm, a former Wellington bomber engineer from Falkirk, won't give up. He keeps fit so he can go down on bended knee daily and says, I'm a man on a mission. <laughs> I'm a man on a mission. You're going to marry me. <laughs> Well, that isn't that dumb. She's told him no. Why would he take the hint? Do you know what I bet that is? Kath says about that man who proposes to his wife. I know, we've day. just heard it. No, but I'm not going to put this bit in. No, we've just heard it, mate. No, but it's so funny. And you're but we've like, just heard it. 23 years older than her, that is sick. You were proposed to a baby. That's exactly what that's like. It's not really. It's a bit like that, but it's not exactly. <laughs> I know, mate, we just listened to it. <laughs> it was jokes. No, it, it, it's fact. It, that's um, fact. We just listened to it and you've said it <laughs> twice. This is how we ended the Bank Holiday Bants show. Do you know what they need to do to find out how to make the internet better? Google it. <laughs> ah, little jokesy there. Let me do it on Kels. See if she gets this one. Kels? Yes. You know what they need to do to find out how to make the internet work better? Google it. That's Jeeves. What is she talking about? Flipping it, man. Listen, I... Listen. Mm. I... Listen, I'm the gagster. Mate, you crossed the line there. Yeah, but that's because you make people gag. You... <sighs> That's just a vicious rumour, and until that court case goes through, you can't say nothing about that, right? You whipped the humour rug from under my tootsies. Hmm? We'll do it again. Okay. Hey, Kels. Hey. You know what they need to do to um, work out. You know what they need to do. To, I forgot the thing. You know what they need to do to find out how to make the internet work better. I don't know. What do they need to do to find out how to make the internet work? Google better? it. Google it. Good one, Kath. Good thanks. Oh man, she's so funny. That was good, Kath. You're right, Ian. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. There's your Morrissey. Not going to throw that, are you? Oh, yep. yep. You are going to throw it. Well, guys, I've had a... It's all bands. Really, we're all, we're all the best of friends here. And that was uh, a little uh, piece that we've been rehearsing and seen. A little piece we've been rehearsing over the bank holiday weekend. I hope you enjoyed it. We called it our bank holiday show. Uh, and I've got to say, guys, well done. Well done. We did it. We did it. I only forgot a bit of the script. <laughs> I forgot a bit of the script earlier on, and that was my fault, and I'm sorry I wasn't paying full attention only to it. Even this bit is scripted. Is that your chair? Script? Mm-hmm, that was her line. Script? My line, yeah. Even me saying script is scripted. Yeah. That's how much work we put into this. So much. And today, uh, the, the part of Justin Dealey was played by a ghost. <laughs> Ev. Ev, if ever need be. And scene. scene. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to the 
Ian Lee Bank Holiday Special, on, starring. I think, a bit. I think we've missed a bit. We've nope. missed about five minutes. Don't worry about that. I, I chose to drop that bit because I wasn't in it. The okay. Ian Lee Bank Holiday Special, um, starring starring Ian Lee, yeah. with with special guests Catherine Boyle yeah. and Kelly Betts. Yeah. Sorry, Kelly. Scotland says no, oh. Kelly. And ending with special guest, Harry Belafonte. How did we end it? With Bant. Yeah. What did we say? It was a bit about the script. Yeah, I know. We just, we just listened to it, mate. We just listened to, to the end. Why'd you ask then? Um, just to prove that you're real. <laughs> This oh for crying out loud really yep all right I'll do the voice I'll do the intro you do the voice all right this following bit of the podcast script was written by Matt Lockwood hey clip of Ian's interview with Bobby Hart for podcast saved in Radio Madness Bobby Hart clip duration eight minutes ten seconds in line I love the monkeys so it was exciting to have Bobby Hart on my show did he write that. Hey, Ian, how you doing? I'm doing fine, man. When was the last time you heard that record? Who was that guy? Yeah, who was that young, that young child? That wasn't even Bobby Hart, that's Robert Luke Harshman. That's your proper <laughs> name, isn't it? That's right. How long ago was that? That was 1958. <laughs> You're so old! <laughs> You're so old! That was, because you, you had, a, like, a big, before you became the big successful songwriter, writing the soundtrack of my life, and thank you for that, boss. You did, you released a load of records like that, and they're all great, they're all great little rocking numbers. Yeah. Well, it took me six years to have any actual success, but I had a whole string of bombs in between. Did you? Cause, and it was six years of, um, you know, recording these songs under various different names. And let's be honest, them getting kind of nowhere. Yep. Did you at any point go, do you know what, I've had six years of this. I'm going to jack all of this in and get a proper job. I never really came to that, but I had a proper job all, all through it. I was printing record labels for other people. My friends were having hits and I was printing their labels. But I never really said no. I, I, was, said, I was said to myself... I can do this. I'm getting better all the time. Let me just keep it up. Have a good attitude. Uh, and you were you were you were working in a print shop. Uh, 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 by the way, the book Psychedelic Bubblegum. Uh, it's it's released over here in the UK already. I know the states have got to wait a week or so. Uh, yeah. I've finished it off, man. It's a cracking read. Really great. I'm glad you liked it. It's a great read. Did you, it must have been frustrating working in a print shop, printing up record labels for Richie Valance and people like that, yeah. and thinking, uh, but yeah, but I want my name on here. Well, what was more frustrating, I was printing the labels for Tommy Boyce, who was my friend and I've been <laughs> writing songs with. He went off to New York and had hits without me, and I was printing his labels. That must have been weird. And did you, 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 you tell a brilliant story in the book about how you kind of used your um, knowledge of, of record labels to your advantage. You kind of did a bit of insider trading or something. <laughs> well, it was my record producer's idea. He said the, the, the trade magazines, Billboard magazine, would, they would put, Everybody who recorded a song, if somebody had hit on it, everybody's name would go under. It was kind of a weird system. So he said, tell me when, when a record's going to be a hit, and, uh, and I'll, I'll record that on the B-side of one of my artists, and they'll be automatically on the charts. So it was kind of a goofy idea, but it would have worked. What was... I got caught. <laughs> well, you got caught, you got told off. What was the break, Bobby? Where did you go from being a struggling songwriter to go, you know... What was the first decent paycheck you got? Well, I finally got a chance to go back and join Tommy in New York, and we had our first hits back there together with Chub- Chubby Checker and Jay and the Americans come a little bit closer. But you know, you don't get those paychecks till for a year later, and you're only you're splitting it. You're splitting a, a penny. In those days, you split a penny with the publisher and all the writers. So it wasn't, it wasn't like you were set for life. Because you know, you kind of have, we have this romantic notion over here of Tim Pan Alley and the whole kind of you know the Brill Building and Don Kirshner and the whole New York songwriting machine in the early sixties. Yeah. Well, in your book, it sounds horrible, mate. It, it, you, you're in a horrible hotel. <laughs> it's freezing cold, and you're getting no money. <laughs> I know. Where was where was the pleasure in it? The pleasure was the, the, the stimulation I was getting from just being there and being in that, that storied uh, block of 1650 Broadway and 1619, which was the Brill Building, and rubbing shoulders with all these people that were having success. And that, it was a real shot in the arm for me, and, uh, and 
we had our first hit there. I was I was going to try and do the first ever interview without mentioning the monkeys to you, but you know it kind of it kind of sets the scene for people, and I want to you, sell the you book. Couldn't do it, could you? I couldn't do it. <laughs> no. I couldn't do it. It kind of, it, it sets the scene for the book really well. How did you get the monkeys gig? Well, after we had those hits, then we got signed to Screen Gems, Columbia Music, and and brought back to the West Coast to write for them, and they sent us out for a lot of uh, TV and movie projects, and that was just one of them. Uh, and you, you, I mean, uh, uh, you wrote literally the soundtrack to my life because uh, we've met in the Monkees, as you know, the, the biggest band in my life. You wrote the Monkees theme. Yeah. You wrote Last Train to Clarksville. Yeah. You wrote Valerie, which is the kind of song as a 13-year-old. I went, oh, hey, pop music can be really good. You wrote <laughs> Stepping Stone. Uh, Stepping Stone, of course, has become like a garage band classic. I- I'm assuming you've heard the Sex Pistols version. Uh, you know, not only that, I-, I did some research when I was writing the book, and I found out there were like 28 other punk bands that recorded that song over those, over those punk years. Well, it's, it's wonderful because it's four chords and it's dead easy, but it sounds dead sophisticated. It does, yeah. And in and, and the, and the, and my part, my solo, my organ solo is four notes, but you know, it sounds cool. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Bobby, listen, my, I've got my friend Justin here. Morning, Justin. Morning, and morning to Bobby. What a legend. We're speaking to a rock and roll legend. You've taken this to the streets, haven't yeah, you, Justin? I have indeed. Uh, bright and early, I've been on the streets asking people to sing some of your songs. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, Bobby. Just don't get too excited. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, calm down, Bobby. This could uh, be awful. <laughs> uh, here's what happened on the streets. Sir, Bobby Hart is coming on the programme. Legendary songwriter. What does that mean to you? Come on. The monkeys. <laughs> Come on. Let's be honest. When you hear his name, you straight away think of the monkeys. Uh-huh. Can you sing the monkeys theme for us? Would you mind on the streets oh this morning? Come God. on, you can do this. Hey. Guys, look away. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And people know we monkey around. We're too busy singing. Put anybody down. <laughs> you enjoyed that, didn't you? I did. Just keep going, then. come on, keep going. No more. <laughs> this is the last train, sir. Clarksville, and I'll meet you at the station. And I don't know more words, but I, <laughs> I'm dedicated to this song. Mohammed, this is the last train, sir. Clarksville. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Well, there you go, Bobby. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is uh, probably the most fun interview I've ever given. Well, yeah, 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 you'll regret staying up. My boys, yeah. who uh, my five- and three-year-old boys, they love your songs. They were reluctant to record stuff, but they call that song Last Train to Fartsville. So, oh, good. Yeah, That's thanks good. for that, man. Uh, and then, of course, you had... Uh, I could talk to you all morning. We've only got a few more minutes left. Uh, you, you had success yourself with, as, as Boyce and Hart with, with yeah. Tommy. as like a, a, a pop duo. Mm, yes. Uh, what was that like? That must have been fun. Uh, well, it was kind of pandemonium from that point on in our careers. It was just uh, crazy, all the things we were doing, re- recording ourselves and others and touring and uh, everything that goes with it. But I, I wouldn't trade it in. It was a wonderful t- uh, two or three years. You got ripped off mercilessly, though, though. You came away with no money. Uh, well, not really, no. We, we had, some, we had, a, we had a, a strange thing happen at the end that actually caused the end of Boyce and Heart, but you'll have to read the book, too. Oh! He's good. He's good. Hey, listen, man, it's, it's a cracking read. It's genuinely a brilliant book, Psychedelic Bubblegum. I've no idea why it's been released over here before it's been out in the States, but your advantage, uh, UK uh, listeners. Um, i tell you another thing as well. You're, it, it's, um, it's a good rock and roll read, but you, you didn't really indulge in any of the drugs. You don't drink. You kind of you d- took a more spiritual path. Yeah, well, I, I had to, didn't I? I mean, it, would get, it got so crazy, and I realised... I had to keep my sanity, and, and people were dropping around me, you know, and uh, going down uh, that, that were my friends, and I, I, I didn't want to be part of that. So I took a different path, as you said, and I, I learned meditation, and I decided to, to balance my life a bit. Well, I've ordered the Yogananda book as a result of reading this, so thank you very much. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice. no, exactly, man. Thank you very much indeed. Very quickly, what was Jimi Hendrix like? Uh, he was a nice guy, and he was a gentle guy, and... Uh, and, and a sweet guy that uh, that left us much too soon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, the final, final... I could talk all morning. Can we not just junk the rest of the show, Catherine, and speak to Bobby? Final question. You live next door to Harry Nielsen. Did you get to hang out with him? I knew Harry for a long... I knew Harry since he worked in the Bank of America on, on Hollywood Boulevard. And uh, and I've seen... And I saw him at recording studio sessions, mostly. A guy could sound like anybody. Yeah. Uh, tremendous talent. On Wednesday, we opened up the All's yeah, star. On Wednesday, we opened up the... I'm so hungry. 
On Wednesday, we opened up the All-Star Request Show. It's where you can request your favourite clip from my show, like the, 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 this one. Morning, Ian. This is Kelly's nan. I'd like to ask you to stop getting on to her mm. and insulting her over the radio. Because other people don't know her like we do, and yeah. they think you mean it. I do mean it. So, unless you want me to come to see you personally, yes, I'll I do. Stop it. Well, I owe you a fiver for the other time. Or this. It's people. Let's talk. Let's talk to each other. Or this. She's only wearing a suit. Oh, go away. Or this. <gasps> Never. Or this. Are you serious? Yes, this. Oh, I'm just a small egg in the pan, isn't I? So I don't know everything. Gets to the point, anyway. Or this. Hi, weirdos. Here's some of your favourites. It might include this. Wee Willy Wonky. It doesn't. Doesn't. All-star request out. Anne-Marie has requested this. In his pants. And you've got it, Anne-Marie. <laughs> uh, for me, can I have Go Away, please? Oh, you, well, tell us why you'd like that, why that's so important to you. Uh, that's so important to me because it takes me back to uh, a time around three months ago. I was on the streets. I was smiling, talking to people. I asked a very simple question to a lady and then it all kicked off. Go away! Uh, well, I tell you what we'll do to make this is <laughs> this is great, Justin. You just take it on to the next level. Yes, phone up and ask for your requests, but just tell us why they're so special to you. <laughs> Maybe you want to dedicate one to a loved one or someone in hospital. Oh uh, eight four five nine. It's a winner. It's a winner. It is a winner for me. I love this first hour so can much. Can I have one more, please, mate? Please. Oh, buddy, of course you can. Okay, Most of them I, come from you anyway. Can I have um, Mr. Bacini? Um, from Bedfordshire, oh. uh, Mr. Dadpop, <laughs> it came from my brain. Would you mind? <laughs> I'm going to play it, Justin, then I'd like to get your memories about yes, it, OK? no problem. Here we go. This is for Justin Dealey out there on the streets. Dad Pop, where did that idea come from? Um, it came from my, my brain. Why is that so special to you, Justin? Um, that's so special because I went to meet a man who had a big campaign to get people stop parking on the pavements. Um, wasn't happy about that at all. And uh, when I got there and I asked him that first question, it's always stuck with me. It's, it's the most unusual answer I've ever heard in 20 years in the business. I it came got, from my brain. Boss, if I'm still here at Christmas... I have got an idea for a Christmas special, right? Mm. It's me and you, Just, and I just fire off clips and you tell the stories. Yeah. <laughs> so what, do, what memories does this bring back? I'm now in the urinal section. Oh, that brings back some fantastic memories for me, that one. <laughs> uh, that's the... Uh... That's the men's toilets in Dunstable, <laughs> award-winning toilets, which was then later used on the tape, uh, which uh, was eventually used for the breakfast show of the year, which, of course, you won. <laughs> and one final one, Justin. This is really going back in the archives, OK? <laughs> We're dusting off the tapes for this one. It's an old cartridge. What memories does this bring back? Justin, do you like to go out fishing? Uh, that brings back memories of... Um, I was on the streets in St Albans that day and I was talking about recycling and to be quite frank with you, it was a boring morning. Um, I made some controversial comments and a lady started asking me about fishing. Justin, do you like to go out fishing? Oh, that's a winner. An hour of that on Christmas Day. I would totally <laughs> tell the kids to shut up and listen to that. And There's, also, I think you mentioned this before, I think it'd be nice to actually invite those people onto the programme, put a microphone oh, in front of them. Here's David. Put your hands together for David. Oh, this... It came from my brain. <laughs> This is what we do. We'd hire um, uh, Luton Library Theatre, OK? Mm, mm. And um, we'd, we'd invite people on the stage. And just, just introduce them again. Go on. OK. Uh, this is Mr David Baccini, everybody. Yeah! Dad Pop. Where did that idea come from? Yeah, um, it came from my, my brain. Hey! <laughs> it would they'd barely be able to hear him over the floor. Oh, Jim, you know I, I would actually buy tickets for the whole family. <laughs> and it's the all-star request now. You can request your favourite clips. We may do this every morning. Uh, Scott has tweeted, could I request this, please? Christmas is not coming. I like that one because I like it. It's funny when A, Christmas is not coming, and B, when it is coming. Both times it's funny. Christmas is not coming. And he's right. He's right. Uh, Catherine, we've not heard your request yet. What request would you like to make? Can you turn my mic on? Oh, here we go, yes. There's there my we first go. request. Oh, well, that's it. The second request is uh, stuff for free. 
people in this country deserve to have stuff for free. Guys, we're not allowed to tell you who to vote for, but tomorrow, <laughs> vote for that guy. No, after seven, we will be telling you uh, who we're voting for and why you should be voting for them as well. So get that ready, Kelly. Can I have one more? Mate, mate of course you can. But I can't remember what the cliff is from. Is it this one? Says. Oh, hang on a second. Is it this one? Wee Willy Wonky. No, it's... What's Miss Angela's? Oh, oh Miss Angela's. Um, 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 it's in the top right corner. What's Miss Angler's? You've had it, my darling. I can't even remember what that what was, was it? originally. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What's in the papers, apart from David Akandiapu? Uh, well, one of my other favourite clips, Doorbells. Oh, Sadiq. For, that guy's becoming... Doorbells. He's taken that on tour, that show. Doorbells. He's taken that to Edinburgh this year. And I, seriously, I've, I've heard rumours that Spielberg is interested in making a film of Sadiq and... Doorbells. Starring Sadiq. Keep your finger near the mouth. Hey, where are you going tonight? Pictures, what are you going to see? Doorbells. Starring Sadiq. Oh, man, I'd have some of that in 3D. What clips did it include? It had the um, pulling p- kids off motorbikes one. Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, we, we just, just heard, heard it. it. Oh. Fair. I thought it was an honest question. No. Mm. Here's a caller called Brian. <laughs> 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 Telling us how long he's not gone to the toilet for. Oh, God. Yeah, good morning, Ian. Good morning, is, is Brian. That, is, that, is that Tommy Boyd? Sorry? Is that Tommy Boyd? Tommy Boyd, where? He's not here, mate. He's not been on the radio for a long time. He's, he's past it. Oh, I'll tell you something. If you two got together, it would, it would be the radio show of the, uh, of the uh, decade. If you Google it, there's an interview with, with uh, me and a very drunk Tommy Boyd somewhere. So uh, <laughs> go and check it out. Right, what you got? Right, right what have I got? Um, the longest I've got without go, going for a tinkle... This is, in was, tri- um... this is in tribute to David Akande. I can't do a poo. I can't do a poo for you. Morning, Kath. Morning, Brian. Oh, it's, uh, do you know something? The only, the only reason why I actually listen to this station is actually listen to you, you and Kelly. Oh, you well, what about me? Well, you, you need to be sacked, mate. Put the flipping out your phone up comparing me to a drunk has-been and now you're telling me I should be sacked? <laughs> Get anyway, to the point, Brian. Tell us about your wee-wee. Right, OK. Um, go, uh, this is basically back in the day. Uh, the Silver Back in the day? We're not drive time on heart, for goodness sakes. <laughs> well, that just gives an idea how old I am, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, very. <laughs> um, no, uh, it was the uh, Terence Higgins uh, uh, Age Awareness Trust. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Nedworth 90, obviously, back in 1990. Obviously. I, 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 what, when else could it have been? It was Nedworth well, 90. Well, it depends. It depends. We finish at nine o'clock this morning, Brian. I, I suspect that this this conversation is going to last longer than the time you didn't go for a wee. Right, I'll get to it. Please. Right, um, I stood. I, st- I stood on the spot for twelve hours because you could not get through the crowd to actually get to the loo. Yes. And uh, well, that's that's it. Twelve, 12 hours. hours. That's rubbish. Yeah. David Akande Apu didn't go for <laughs> twenty-one days. Yeah, well, well, well he, 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 had, what? More, he, he had more important issues on his mind. <laughs> How long did he go to the toilet for? I not, don't know, mate. Not that long, it was like 12 hours, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, no, mate, we, we just, just heard, heard it. it. Oh. <laughs> I like that she really answered. Or did I? I'm just a good actress. Well, I know I've seen your work at um, Bletchley, and you're not a good actress. Oh no, you are good at Bletchley. They're, they're getting rid of loads of stuff at Bletchley. Have you seen the p- people complaining on the Facebook page? No. They're getting rid of the cinema, the post office is going, and something else is going. Me. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you hear this, the election will be done. You know more than we know right now. Well, we know more than Kelly knows right now, and that's just a statement of fact that fits in any time period. But before you knew more than we know now, we heard some of the rules of the election before the election, which is now over, it's done, it's finished. There's some very interesting things about things you can't do in vote, in polling stations. I can think of one or two. Mm. Don't take a selfie. Can you not? No. Oh, for crying out loud. What's Kim Kardashian going to... Well, she wouldn't fit in there, and well, she's American, so well, those two I things... Know, that's specifically one for Justin. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be very careful about that, especially. Um, so, uh, you, you can't, can't take a selfie? can't take a selfie. Uh... I wouldn't take your pets in with you. Uh, you can what, take... Well, if you're a blind man. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, yeah. They're, they're more friends than pets, aren't they? <laughs> um, you can't wear political clothing. Uh, you can't wear a rosette. 
Oh man, what about my Farage pants? Or Have I got to take them off? If you're the yeah, no. Well, you you kip, I kip, we all kip. You can go in topless as a man, but not as a woman. I'm putting that one to the test. <laughs> you can't. What's the other thing? Uh, you can't talk about the candidates when you're in their booth. Well, who would you talk to? Well, if you went in with your, your, your you know, your friends. No, surely you're not. No, no, no. Surely no, you you're not allowed to go in the can't. booth on your own. You have to go on your own. Well, no, you can't. T- okay, you can't go into the polling station. You can go into the polling oh, station with a friend. Guys, as long as they're voting. Who? who uh, come on, guys. Are you allowed to do my favourite favourite joke? Uh, where you um, uh, you take a bottle of shampoo in there as you draw the curtain, you say, "I'll be five minutes," <laughs> and then you come out wearing a shower cap. Are you allowed to do that? I don't know. Is that is that allowed? You can wear headwear. I've checked that. Okay, well, I'm going to wear a shower cap into my uh, my voting uh, my voting booth. Um. What were the rules of the election that Paul said? Like no selfies in the booth. Yeah, we, yeah, know, we know. We just heard, we just heard it. it. That was Paul Scoynes on the eve of National Paul Scoynes Day, or what we like to call National Paul Scoynes Eve. But today is National Paul Scoynes Day. Get on Twitter, search the hashtag NPSD, and check out all of the wonderful celebrations for the great man himself. Here's how some of the people in Beds, Hards and Bugs celebrated National Paul Scoynes Day, hashtag NPSD. It's Paul Scoynes Day on the 7th of May. I'm gonna celebrate in a special way It's Paul's Coins Day It's the 7th of May It's Paul's Coins Day I'm gonna celebrate in my special way We're talking about National Paul Scoynes Day. Hashtag MPSD if you're celebrating it online. And if you do go to Twitter uh, and click on that hashtag, I mean, look at all the people taking part. Watco, uh, Charlotte, uh, Carpet Martin, uh, Teaspoon Riverneck, uh, Mitch Coker, um, Ian Steele. Uh, all of these people are taking part. Uh, there's a few rude ones. You, you kind of expect that. It's the internet. And it's all a little bit of fun. There's, uh, uh, Scott Balcon has even designed the National Paul Scoynes Day logo and uh, is doing a T-shirt giveaway as well. Uh, well, we're very pleased to say that we can speak to the man himself. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Scoynes. Good morning, Paul. Morning. Morning, Ian. Happy, happy National Paul Scoynes Day. And happy National Paul Scoynes Day to you too, mate. Just take us back a little bit. For those people who aren't aware of the history of National Paul Scoynes Day, when did it all begin? Well, it started really back in the in the late 70s. Uh, is when it, um, was this when you went sledging on Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah, it was, mate. OK. Um, happened shortly after that, actually, probably a month or two after that. Yeah. In February. And... It was just a thing that started off in a local community centre. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and it sort of snowballed quite literally at that point. Uh, well, not literally, as, th- as we know, there was there was no... So, uh, uh, Carl is visiting a local community centre this morning to celebrate, he's saying... And it really has become uh, a phenomenon. What do you do on National Paul Scoynes Day? What are you doing today, Paul? Uh, well, usually, Ian, on, on, on the day, I do something sensible. Just, um something without risk. OK, well, that, that makes sense. Uh, Justin Daly joins us. Morning, Justin. Morning, boss. Happy National Paul Scoins Day. And to you, very, very special day. It's amazing, actually, on the streets this morning. Yes, the sun's out, so people are smiling anyway, but not only are they smiling, but lots of people today, who I see on a regular basis not wearing glasses, today they are wearing those yep. glasses, yep. celebrating a Mr Paul Scoins. That's, that's all you need to do. Uh, mm. Wear a pair of glasses, ideally ones that don't belong to you. If you haven't got glasses, you can draw them on uh, with, with marker pen, Absolutely. of course. Yes. Uh, uh, d- d- Paul, are you aware of any events happening d- today to celebrate this? Any c- community centres or street parties or stuff? Um, I hear that there's a, a, an organised uh, walk in yep. Prince's Risborough. Yep. Okay. Well, that sounds but, great. Um, I, I, I won't be attending. No. But, well, it would be yeah, it would be weird, wouldn't it, if you were there? It would be. Uh, it would be. Justin, you've taken this to the streets, mate. I have, and uh, <laughs> Paul. Not only are you popular in this part of the world, but you're popular right the way across the world, OK? Wow, you you wow. are a global superstar to, to, to many, many people. I've been on the streets this morning asking people what you mean to them, but also how will they be celebrating National Paul Scoynes Day? Some lovely voices, some lovely stories. Here's what the streets had to say. Madam, I see you're wearing your glasses. Um, you're celebrating already um, National Paul Scoynes Day. Absolutely. Fantastic. Love him. Absolutely. 
absolutely adore him. Uh, dressed my kids up for the occasion, bought special outfits, definitely celebrated today. It's yeah. got to be done. Mini pool yeah. scoins. So the kids going to school today, um, well, the school's going to be celebrating as well. So it's not just people on the streets, it's schools as well. Oh, everywhere. It's a national day. Yeah. It's absolutely a national day. When I go to work, everyone knows what I'm coming as. They will be in the same sort of get-up, definitely. What would you say to anybody who is going into work today and they're not wearing glasses? They haven't got a Paul Scoyne suit on. They're not talking in a posh voice. They're not celebrating. What would you say to those people? Embrace it. Celebrate. Do it. It's got to be done. It's National Day for him today. Do it. He's a hero. Come on. Paul Scoyne's Day. Do it. That's a special day for us, sir, but also a very special day for, for people like you. You're such a, a massive fan. You're a super fan uh, of Mr Scoynes. And I suppose, yes, it's a celebration, but we should also be very grateful, very thankful that we've got a person such as Paul in our world. Of course, I do say thank you every morning. That really means that much to you? Yeah, that's what he, so much to me. That's going to mean so much to him. Thank you so much, sir. Enjoy the day. All right, thank you. Love you from China. And um, Paul Scoynes has got a, a big following over in China as well, which is great. You're going to be celebrating today, aren't you? Uh, yes. How are you going to be celebrating? I will call my friend uh, and uh, have a uh, talk about... Uh, Paul. Paul, yes. See, Paul, even a Chinese fella's going to call his friend and have a talk about you. That's how much you mean to people. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. It's a lovely thing. It's really lovely. Obviously. Genuinely. <laughs> Did we play the song in that bit? No, um, Scott Balks did. Yeah, but do we play the song in that little bit that we yeah, just... Yeah, it starts off with Yeah, that. I know, we just heard it, mate. <laughs> just heard it, we just heard the song. That was the top of the package, yeah? Was he in that, Scoins? I don't know, is Kath, is, Paul, is Scoins in that bit? You just heard it, why are you asking me? Is he, though? Actually. That is a genuine question. <laughs> do, are we putting Scoins in, that bit? That is a genuine question. Uh, ask the producer of the podcast. Well, no, I'm asking you, mate. Do you think it's good enough to go in? Kath? Yeah, I do. I'm not Frank Bruno. <laughs> I know, mate, we just heard it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Where am I from? Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, sounds like Nigeria. It's between you and Sadiq. <laughs> Doorbells. Oh, guys, come on. Doorbells. Feel free to call in on 08459... Oh, yeah, 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 you can do this. Not now, though, we're not in. No, no, but between 6 and 9 on weekdays, uh, call in the morning, call in, and we'll have a chat with you, guys. 08459 455555. Uh, if you don't call in, then we have to speak to people like this. Morning, Ian, you're what, Yeah, what you got for us? I'm furious. Why, mate? What's wrong? I can't believe, right? I've just found out from your show this morning there's an election on... You would have thought someone had said something, wouldn't you? Um, it's... it's been absolutely dead in the news. I've woke up this morning. Yeah, um... and I've got a day to decide. Well, it's been... It has been mentioned once or twice, Albert. I've definitely seen it on the telly. Where? I haven't seen it. I've got one of them sky boxes. It's not been on that. Well, it won't have been on Dave or um, uh, um, uh, uh, Atlantic, but it's, it's been on the main... Tra- it's been on... Do you read a newspaper, Albert? No, but I do watch Babe Station. Is it on that? Well, well <laughs> oh, by a Babe Station have mixed Mr. Trick, haven't they? They should have. Just... They should have the girls dressed up in the colours of the various political parties. That's a good one. And see who gets the most. Um, um, how do we call it? Votes. I would vote on that. I, I would, um, uh, yes, I, I'm really trying to watch my language. See who gets the most phone calls, and they could have their own little um, little election. You could have your own little election, Albert. I'm not going to... No, let's, let's, not, let's not qualify that one with a response. Thank you. Possibly the only person in uh, 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 the United Kingdom what has missed the fact there is an election coming... They should... That, that, that's not a bad idea, though. The babes... It's not a bad idea, is it, Melvin Bragg? Hello, the, good morning. The girls on Babe Station yeah. dress up in... Um, uh, dress up like the uh, political leaders, but with yeah. their boobies and their bums out. Oh, dear. Whoever gets the most phone calls wins. You're, you're, you're bringing the, a very important 
institution down to very base level. You're right, and I shouldn't be so rude about Babe Station, Melvin. You're you right. You shouldn't, yeah. What have you got for us today, Mel? Well, I've just got a, I've got a saying from Mr. Scoynes. <coughs> I was quite worried because it's probably his busiest time in five years and he's hardly been on the radio. But here's a saying for him. Paul Scoynes, the man who puts the Viagra into the election... Well, I will pronounce. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I think we can get away with that, can't we? Can't we? Yeah. Say it again. Paul Scoynes, the man who puts the Viagra yep. into the election. Yeah, I would say Viagra, but yeah, no, fair enough. Well, yeah. How long did it take you to come up with that, Melvin? Oh, about, ooh, about uh, half an hour. Oh, half an hour. Gosh, that's sitting stretching on, it. Sitting on the M1, not moving. It's Doing quite... what on the M1? Sitting, sitting, sitting on the M1. Oh, Melvin, did we get a little chuckle out of you? you did did there, we get yeah, a little yeah. chuckle? You've got election fever, haven't you? I certainly have. I'll be there five to seven in the morning, <laughs> waiting to cast my vote. My favourite time to cast the vote is like about nine o'clock at night when it's, yeah, um, it's they've, quiet. they've given yeah. up hope of anyone else. Well, it's quiet all day, yeah. but they've given up hope of anybody else attending, haven't they? Yeah, yeah true. And, and when you come out, you tell the the pollsters that you voted for somebody else. Oh, yeah. That's good fun. Yeah, I do that. I do that. Melvin, it's it's so nice to hear you laugh. You have got a soul. I do, yes. There's another one. Thank you, Melvin. Isn't that nice? What bit's this? No, this is actually genuine. What bit is this? (laughs) This is genuine, Kelly. I don't know what this bit is. (laughs) I I don't know. It's Albert. I know, mate. We just listened to it. Here are some great bits from Friday. Here are some average bits from Friday. Here are no bits from Friday. That's to cover all bases. Some people had to vote in someone's house in a small village. How weird is that? There was a restaurant. Look at Paul talking to me. It's soundproof glass, mate. I can't hear. You can come in if you want. Come in. Come in. You at least got the radio. So they voted in someone's house. Where are they going? The Donny? He's like Simon Mayo going for the world record of, broad- of boring broadcasting. <laughs> Scoinsy, go on, sit, uh, sit, uh, I'll stand up. Uh, No, uh, there was someone had to vote in someone's house or something. Yeah, yeah, that happened. And um, uh, in Milton Keynes, they got locked out of the polling station, so someone had to vote, they had to vote in the back of a convertible... In a, a convertible Peugeot for about half an hour. Really? Yeah, yeah. Man, well, this is it. The weirdest place you've ever had to <laughs> vote or give an opinion. 08459 four double five five double five. It was a great thing on Radio 4 about all these the, the different voting locations. One was in someone's house, and um, they've been doing it there for years, and the wife pushes all the furniture to the side, and they do it in the living room, and they've got, like, a polling booth yeah. that they have in their shed. I hope everyone takes their shoes off. Oh, wouldn't you just? I don't think you can be refused entry, though, if you keep your shoes on. That's democracy. We're not trying. Well, we, as we discussed yesterday, you can vote topless. It is possible, but well, you're I can't. a lady. You can't. No, absolutely. Not fair. People are also, you're not, you're not allowed to take selfies in the, the, yes. the polling booth, but some yeah. people were taking selfies. Well, then you should report them. I'm going to. We've got their Don't names. need to. It's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the That's weirdest the, place you've ever voted, please. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. And there was one place, it was a restaurant, and people were like, Booking lunch and then go voting and then going and having a little bit of lunch afterwards. Two birds, one stone. Two birds. Anyway, so I, I don't know what I was voting in. I think uh, it was a general election. That was yeah. it. But I don't know the building. I think. Well, do you know what? I don't know what it was, and I voted there before, and I've got no idea. It's near an allotment, so it might be like the allotment management hall. Is it a shed? Well, it was bigger than a shed. I mean, it was it was big. It was a hall of some kind. Seed store. I beg your pardon. The seed store. That's my nickname at school, but. <laughs> Um, Are you definitely sure you voted and you didn't just get conned out of a vote? You pay them £25, yeah? Per we, vote. We, I did two votes, 50 quid. Right, little pencil, small piece of paper. Are you yeah. sure you weren't in Argos? <laughs> oh, well, I did come away with uh, scale X trick and an iPad, so you never know. <laughs> so, anyway, I got into... So, I parked up in the car park, right? I drove in, parked up, went and voted. Um, don't... I should have said this yesterday. I wasn't allowed to talk about it. Don't try and engage the, uh, the squares that work there in Bants. Oh, no. No Bants with the squares. They are literally... They are in love with elections. They're not in love with bands. Were you in the booth at the time shouting out and they, no response? I wasn't even in. I didn't have a booth. Oh. No, I had I, a three-way... I'll show Scoins my yeah, picture. I had that. A three-way... Like um, a separation. Sort of like a board, like a whiteboard in a triangular... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No curtain. I couldn't no do curtain. my shower gag. I had yeah, the yeah. cap and the wash and go and everything. Couldn't do the gag. Very disappointing. I did it anyway. It didn't work. No one, no one understood it. Had my loofah and everything. And they don't like bands. And they don't like loofahs. 
Certainly not where I store my loofah. Oh, my God. Um, so, anyway, I got back in the car and I had such fun voting, I didn't want it to end. <laughs> but I got, I got in the car and as I was driving out, a guy in a suit was going... Was pointing at me, oh, and I, I gave him the thumbs up. I went, "Yeah, I voted." And you went, "Yeah, it's me." No, yeah, it's I, me. I gave him the thumbs up. I went, I "Voted." And he went, he pointed to, in a different direction to the one in which I was travelling. And I went, "No, no, 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 in there." <laughs> and he went, "No, drive that way." You and I realised, yeah, he he was telling me I was driving out of this weird place, the wrong direction, and I nearly followed his instructions. I thought, "Nah." Screw you, Square, and I just drove out the way I fancied. So that was my election story. All right, OK. Anarchy. Literal anarchy. I wonder how long you could string out a voting session. So if you could yeah. sort of, you know... How, how long would it be before they said, come on, on your, on your come way? Come on, mate, you've been in there for three hours. <laughs> I can't make my mind up! And what's funny, <laughs> what's funny about the election is there are so many stupid parties, <laughs> Labour and Conservative to one side, there are so many little made-up... Parties that um, that have got you'd never even heard of. Like you've got um, oh, there's well the Magna Carta Party. I mean those guys. I've not heard of that. The Magna Carta Party wow. is one of them. Uh, there was one standing in um, in Clegg's thing as well that was like a made up, yeah. kind of like a UKIPy thing, but it was not a UK. They, they they hadn't got that much imagination. But when they did the counts, I felt a bit sorry as well because some of them got no claps at all. Obviously because they're not bothered turning up because they yeah. knew they weren't going to win. But there was one that was called like the Big Up Britain. Yeah, it's best party. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like three votes. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> if that had been me, I'd be going yes, three votes. <laughs> we might still win this. The Green Party relentlessly cheer everything. Don't so even if they uh, get they're so nice. Apart votes, from apart from aerosols, oh, they don't cheer aerosols or whale slaughter. Yeah, exactly. I've had Velvet for 14 years. 14 years. I've known her longer than my children. I've known her longer than my wife. Um, she's uh, been with me through the literal highs and indeed the lows. She ain't gonna be around forever, and she's. I think the end is in sight. So, look, if, I, if I'm off for a month, guys, you know that the cat's passed away. Are you going to get another one? Um, no, 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 no. Just quickly, no. call it velvet. Mate, I'll tell you what, yeah, well, I tell you what, if one of my boys falls down a well, I'll just go and have it away with my wife, we'll make another one straight away, shall we? Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, obviously, I'll try and get them out of the well, but if, if, it, was, if it was too deep, I'd, I mean, I'd chuck food down there every weekend. Yeah. Probably get bored of that after a while. It'll be all right, there's water there, it's a well. Catch a frog and eat that. When you're tall enough, come out. Until then, you think about what you've imagine done. that 25 years' time. You get a knock on the door, you open it, and it's, um, it's like a really tall man He's covered wet. in slime and frogs. <laughs> Dad, why did you leave me? Oh, blimey. <laughs> anyway, aside from budgies... Why did you become a mutant? No, mate, it's not a, a toxic... Man. It's not a toxic well, it's just you a don't normal know that. well. No, I wouldn't let him fall down a toxic well. I'd be careful around a toxic well. Normal well, yeah, do what you want. Do you talk to your cat? Yes. Do you give it the deep shiz, or is it... Well, what's going on? I get fairly, yeah, I get fairly f deep with my cat, philosophically. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's called Sydney, and he lost a brother, and we never found him. Down a well? You might get a wet, bedraggled cat knocking on your door soon. That would be uh, quite impressive. A mutant one. It's not a toxic well, mate. There's no toxic wells in this country. You don't know that. I do know that. There are magic wells, yeah, but there are no toxic ones. And you've you've done um, uh, 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 you've put together as many of the Paul Scoins National Paul Scoins Day Specky pictures that you could find. Yeah. Where could I find that picture if I wanted to um, have it as my wallpaper <laughs> in my house? If you in my bedroom. <laughs> go on Twitter. Yeah. Hashtag N S. No. NPSD. No. Yeah. yeah no. no you're right. NPSD. Yeah. Yeah. With that. Okay. Um, or I'm, I'm sure it'd be on Facebook by now. By the time this goes up. In fact, everyone's got it by now. Is yeah. the podcast good this week? Yes. Yeah, I know, mate. We just listened to it. Ah! Don't, don't involve me in this. You started you it, Boyle. Started you started it. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 